Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're back, or I'm back. Yeah, I have I'm my back. friend back. Finally. Hello, everyone. What's up? Hi. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose, where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And I'm back, and I'm oh so excited. Oh my god, you guys, I haven't seen Natasha in so long. Oh it's, this season is such a stark difference from last season. Last season, yeah. we like practically lived together. We watched the season <laughs> together, physically in person, and it was just glorious. Mm-hmm. And now for Bachelorette, we're like doing these Skype interviews. I'm away oh for a week. Like it's, it's just so long distance. It's long just terrible. Distance. Oh my goodness. But I'm back. Shout out to Sierra for stepping in last week. Yes, much thank you. appreciated. It was very interesting. Like listening to the episode. Like I was literally me and my sister like driving. I was in Italy. FYI to everyone. Me and my sister are, like, driving down the Amalfi Coast and playing the podcast and hearing you and Sia. It was so weird. That is so crazy. Like, I would hear the theme song come up, and I'm like, what is this? (laughs) It was bizarre. And then, like, I've never listened to the episode. I listen to the episode all the time. Like, every Mm -hmm. week I listen to every episode, like, two, three times. I'm, like, a freak of nature. But I've never listened with another person. So, like, sitting there listening with my sister was also very interesting. And you weren't talking. And I wasn't talking. (laughs) (laughs) But it was funny because sometimes she would say things that, like, I agreed with. Or you guys, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, I hope they say this. And then you guys did. So I was like, okay. Okay. Still going smooth. Still smooth. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it feels good to be back. I feel like I've been away forever and a day. And it's only been a week and some change. No, it's been a month. It feels like you went abroad. You guys, every time I go on a trip, Justine, one, will text message me like a prayer. <laughs> like, bitch, you better make it back. Travel safely. God is on your side. Like, all this foolishness. Like, I'm literally about to die at some point. And I'm like, I'm just going on a trip. Relax. And then before I get back, I'm getting text messages. 
bitch, where are you? When is your flight coming again? What's going on? Are you coming back? Have you moved to Paris? Da, da, da. I'm like, oh my God, Justine. Because I swear, Natasha be telling me that she's going on this trip. So she's like, yeah, I'll be going from the, you know, the 12th to the 20th. And I'm like, okay. And I, in my head, that's the 12th to like the 15th. So on the yes. 16th, I'm like, where is she? <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, I told you I'll be back on the 20th. Check your text message. Leave me alone. I'm on vacation. <laughs> Never fails. Never fails. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's why I love you. Oh, man. Yeah. Craziness. <laughs> Craziness. I did not find my husband in Italy, though, guys. Oh, man. Up. No husband. A lot of... Fine ass men. I'll give you oh. I'll give you that. But uh, didn't find my future bay. I tried, I really did. Um my sister was we were on the same page, like look, we gotta yeah. find husbands. <laughs> yeah. Gotta make this work. Italy, they apparently love black women, let's go what's going on. Um which they do. I mean that within mm-hmm. itself is an experience. Traveling in a country where uh, black women are celebrated slash fetishized. <laughs> like, yeah. It was yeah. an interesting, uh, like, feeling. It was very flattering, getting all the attention that we did all the time. By the end, I was like, okay, enough. I just want to walk to the store. Like, I don't need <laughs> to be getting hollered at, like, every five seconds. Um, but it was very, it was nice to feel appreciated and loved. Yeah, yeah, right. Even right. if it was... Like, desired. Uh, yeah, desi- yeah, desired. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it that way. It was nice to feel desired and, like, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, Italian men are very, very forward, mm-hmm. very vocal, have a lot of confidence. They have mm. no problem saying you look beautiful and coming up to you and saying exactly how they feel, which here, we clearly don't get that. No one speaks their mind. No one even speaks anymore. Everyone's swiping on Tinder and shit. Um, yeah. So it was really refreshing to like be meeting men in the wild, like out <laughs> and about, and like organically, which I feel like I haven't done that like in forever. All the dates I've been on the last few months have been people I met online. So mm. that was uh, that was nice. It was a nice change of pace. And now I am ten pounds heavier than <laughs> I was before I left because I ate carbs for every meal. And now I'm back, back into Bachelor, into Bachelor world. Yay! Um, I do want to say, first, a reminder to everyone to please rate, review, subscribe. We say this every week. We're going to keep saying this. Mm-hmm. If you haven't written a review yet or hit that little five-star rating on whatever platform you listen to us on, please do that. It is very encouraging. And it helps other people see us. Some people, yep. you know, search Bachelor Podcast. We come up more the more ratings and things we have. So help us help uh, grow this community. And also, we are live on Twitter. We live tweet. We tweet other mess throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Uh, please hit us up on Twitter if you haven't followed us already. Our handle is the number two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. Thank God we got our Twitter back. That was crazy. Yeah. Sorry about oh that, guys. God. Like, literally the minute I left the country, our Twitter, like, shut down. And, yeah. like, we couldn't figure out how to get it back. It was very annoying mm-hmm. um, that, like, you couldn't do the promotion that, you know, wanted for the episode with CN and all that. But 
I mean, y'all still listen to. to I it, know so. you guys found us anyway. <laughs> still Thanks. found it. I know. <laughs> Um, you can also email us. What's our email? Yeah, you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. And we love reading your emails, especially the like real long ones. Yeah. I find those to be really cute. I do. Yeah. I love hearing your perspectives and sharing mm-hmm. your own personal dating relationship uh, stuff as it relates to The Bachelor. Yep. Um, is that it? Also, Facebook. We're on Facebook. Search us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. That's one another thing. I keep forgetting about that website. Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we get into the recap, we do have some church, church announcements. What about your program, y'all? Yeah. Justine, what do we have? So, we had a couple of emails this week. Shout out to T and Kyra for your emails. They were really cute. Um, and we also read the article that you uh, sent over, and we'll be talking about that later. Um, and yeah, thanks for the love. Thanks. Um, outside of church announcements, we do have some Bachelor Nation news to attend to. First and foremost, for, what is that? First and foremost. <laughs> Big news, controversy, scandal, just craziness that is all over the news right now as it relates to The Bachelor is this dude Lincoln. Oh my gosh. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this news is horrible. It is horrific. It's gross. It's Mm -hmm. all of the just adjectives. So Lincoln was found guilty of indecent assault and battery for groping and assaulting a woman two years ago on a harbor cruise ship. Mm-hmm. He was convicted on May on May twenty first of this year, which was actually after they shot the series. Wow! So he was charged back in twenty sixteen, and he was just mm-hmm. convicted, like found guilty. In this past May. So after he went and filmed the whole damn series, <laughs> knowing that he had a whole entire charge over his head, <laughs> and then filmed the whole damn series, and then was convicted just this past May. Um, so this obviously is huge news because, yeah. like, what the hell? How did he get, get away through the with casting this? process? Yeah, how did he get through the casting process how did this not come up in all the background checks like i don't even get it um he's been sentenced to one year in a house of correction like my nigga got a year in jail sentence but the term is suspended for a two-year probationary period over those two years he has to go to aa and um stay away from the victim and if he complies there's a chance that his like year in jail could get waived I mean, if Lincoln can't be in jail. I mean, he my nigga had a full-on sex crime like <laughs> that he was convicted for. He might go to jail. He's such a wuss. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This story, when I read it, I was like, this is out of control. Yeah. What yeah. is going on in the casting department of The Bachelor? I don't know. How are they... So Garrett and the Lees and the Bigots are one thing. How yeah. is somebody with a full-on <laughs> pending charge making it through the casting process? And not just a pending charge of, like, traffic tickets. This is a pending charge of sexual assault. Sexual assault. 
like something very very serious yeah and this is a show about like love and a woman <laughs> trying right. to find someone to protect her and feel safe and yeah. we have this man who is extremely problematic <laughs> in the way that he deals with women clearly like yeah. hello Oh my god. So there's this other article by Vulture where they outlined like all of the background checks that the contestants go through. Oh. They go through a credit check, military records check, criminal arrest and conviction check, allegedly, mm. supposedly, <laughs> civil litigation check, family court litigation check, interviews with employers. Uh, neighbors, friends, medical tests, psych evaluations, rounds and rounds of interviews and personality checks. Mm-hmm. Like, they really, really run these people through the gamut. And yet, <laughs> Lincoln was cast. Yeah. I am just so, I don't even know what is going on with the casting. Uh, my question is, I don't know how Lincoln was cast. I don't know if he was found or if he went out for this. Right. But I'm questioning if he was found if they did less work. Mm. Because they just really wanted him. I could see that because as we've seen with our past interviews with some of the black people, like Diggy and... Yeah, even um, Lauren. Lauren, yeah, how they kind of just move quickly through the process. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, look, we're at the ending stages. We still need a couple black people. Like, let's just push them through. So I could see that where they don't Mm -hmm. get as you know, more vetting or whatever the word is, like, of a process. Yeah. Because they're just so desperate for people, I guess. Yeah, or they need people of color, or he has, like, a really funny accent. He has mm-hmm. he had a the, couple, yeah. you know, he has, like, the body, I guess. Not a body that I am looking at, but... Right, they keep talking about Lincoln's body, and he's so... I'm not... I... Yeah, not I don't know. It. I don't look at muscles, really, so I guess I'm not noticing, but... Yeah, he he has like a lot of little random bonus things going for him. Yeah, he's black. He yeah, has a that, cool accent. He's mm-hmm. like super ripped apparently, and like I don't know, he loves being on camera. I guess. Yes. Yep. But Jesus Christ, like I, <laughs> like it's just so annoying because like first we have Garrett, who anytime he comes on screen, I'm just like uncomfortable. Now yeah. we have Lincoln. Anytime he comes on screen, I'm like, what the fuck. So yeah, now you have two like, whole entire people on the show <laughs> who have so much scandal and controversy off the show that it makes watching them very weird. Yeah, and this is um, part of the article that a couple of people sent us that E had, mm-hmm. where they were talking about how now it's not fun anymore. Watching The Bachelor. Watching The Bachelor, because they're just not doing the homework that we as viewers are doing. Thank you. <laughs> And that's another thing that keeps pissing me off is, like, after the whole Lincoln scandal and the Garrett scandal, like, ABC or the producers, whatever, will, like, release a statement. And they, like, Mm -hmm. release some BS statement after Lincoln, like, we didn't know. He didn't tell us that he had this charge. Of course he didn't tell you. They said that they hire some, like, third-party contractor who does the background checks and we're, we're investigating how this went unseen. And it's like... We got random ass people on the internet who are literally just Googling Lincoln and he comes up in his whole entire rap sheet. People did a quick Instagram search of Garrett and found all this mess. Like, how are y'all not seeing this? I don't get it. Your excuses don't make sense. Mm -mm. It doesn't make sense. And then that just makes me think even more, like, just icky and dubious underneath all this. Is like, did they know about all of this already and still go ahead with the show because it's for the press and for the... Right, right. Like... Because for them to keep coming forward and saying that they didn't know and we hired some other people and we, like, 
how yeah, does placing the blame other places yeah always shifting the blame and i'm like but randoms on the internet are finding this out so how how did you not know like i don't get it it's not adding up nope it's nope. not adding up and yeah it's making watching the show it's adding like a different layer to the show that is just i, I just want to watch this show and feel very i want it to be like a guilty pleasure exactly i don't want to feel guilty as i'm watching <laughs> her fall in love with like a this sex offender. Yeah, a sex offender, <laughs> and this other one's a bigot. Like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I want to watch no. genuine love story and get. Let's get back to like when it was light and airy. Not yeah, it's like way down and heavy with all kind of craziness. Right. Oh my god. So so yeah, we got to keep watching this love story with Lincoln unfold. Got to keep going. We know that he is a full on convicted sex offender but okay <laughs> oh Let's my just god keep watching um anyways in other bachelor nation news Ashley I and Jared got engaged and you know good for them they just got she's pulling an Ariana Grande what's that Ariana Grande got engaged after three weeks of being with that young man. She just got engaged to that dude from uh, Saturday from Night Live? M- from SNL and yeah. yeah. No. She's engaged to him. Yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. literally with Mac Miller five milliseconds ago. <laughs> literally <laughs> like two songs ago she was with Mac Miller. And <laughs> now. <laughs> she's full on engaged. I totally missed that. Yep. Wow. So yeah, Ashley I, she's literally we just got announced uh, that she... And Jared were a thing, and now we're getting the announcement that they are getting married. Mm-hmm. I guess theirs was a long time coming because they, although they're officially a couple as of like five minutes ago, <laughs> they have had like a relationship. Yeah. Like, friendship, like whatever you want to call it, for like many years, I guess. So mm-hmm. um, good for them. I love love. She's not my favorite yeah. person, but I, I, I can uh, still congratulate somebody for yeah and like rooting for her she deserves love just like everybody else <laughs> yeah she sure does absolutely um in other news bachelor in paradise is coming back y'all yeah. it's back august 7th mark your okay. calendars i already saw a spoiler and i'm so fucking mad <gasps> no yes a spoiler of who from this season is on it it was quick. Oh, oh. I didn't see everybody, but I saw enough, and I'm just like, oh my god, you can't get away from spoilers. It's so annoying. Yeah. Um, but very excited for Bachelor in Paradise to be back. August 7th. I'm assuming Bachelorette will be done by then? Uh, yeah, assuming so. But it, I've never watched Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, that's the right. the first time. I don't think it overlaps with the actual show. So I think it'll be done, which is good for us, because you yeah, already we know. have at least a week. Uh, we need time off because when we did Bachelor Winter Games, like we, I know y'all loved that and that those episodes are fun, but me and Justine were literally on our deathbeds, like <laughs> watching eighty five hours of The Bachelor and editing all these episodes oh and drinking gallons of wine, <laughs> gallons, gallons of wine, pumping out all these episodes because they had those two damn shows like overlapping. I can't do that shit again, so I'm really hoping mm-hmm. that The Bachelor will be done by then, which I think it will be. Yeah. yeah. So. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Mm-hmm. For news. Yeah, I think that's it. Should we jump into the recap? Yeah, let's go, girl. Jump right on in. I'm so excited. <laughs> I like just watched this, guys. It's Thursday, by the way, so I'm so <laughs> behind. <laughs> but I, um, I'm still, it's still fresh. Just watched it. 
anyways, um, so we pick back up at the... So last episode was like a to-be-continued. Mm-hmm. Like a dot, dot, dot. Um, so we pick back up at the cocktail party. Fresh after Clay, our darling oh, Clay. We yeah. have to say goodbye. Because he is like, bitch, you are not it. And I got bills to pay. Listen, and <laughs> I have like a whole family to feed. A whole entire family to feed. <laughs> and you ain't it. So I got to nope. go later. Yep. Chuck the deuces. So Clay had to go. And David is still in the hospital from when he <laughs> fell out the bed, allegedly. I think he got mauled by lions because that's what he looked like. <laughs> but they're playing this. He fell out the bed story. So, you know, oh, we're just going to go with it. So, anyways, it's the cocktail party. Blake and Becca have a cute little moment. They're talking about mm-hmm. kids, how many kids they each want. He wants three to five. She wants three. It's all cute. Um, Jordan and Becca have a moment. She gives him a pair oh, of yeah. gold booty shorts. Did they have an inside yeah. joke that I missed? Like, where nope. did the... She just... Yeah. These look fun, and you would like these... Yeah, the producers Let's are really good. Continue, into the props. Yeah, this making season. you a gimmick. Here's, mm-hmm. you know, another prop for you. Yep. That was stupid. Um, so in the middle of Jordan and Becca having their moment, Jordan's arch nemesis, <laughs> David, comes back. And David looks a fucking mess. Yeah, he looks really bad. Whoa. Yeah. He looked like he got beat the hell up. <laughs> I, this whole fell said. out the bed thing, he looked like he got whooped. Like, <laughs> like he got jumped, right? Like he got jumped, yeah. yeah. Like no. his, not only was his nose broken, but his whole face was like, he looked different. Like his face, yeah. like he looked like he did crack, what, I think Jordan, somebody said he looked like he cracked the bone in his face or... Like the cheekbone? The cheekbone, like it looked bad. He looked Oof. real bad. I felt bad for the guy. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. And so Becca pulls him aside. David gets a little pity rose, of course. Oh she, my god, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I don't want you to stand through the whole rose ceremony. He also had like doctor's orders to like go get sleep. He had to go sleep. <laughs> he He's probably terrible. like high on all morphine, kinds of meds. all kind of meds. Oh my god. So he gets a little pity rose and is on his merry way. So then the rose ceremony um, starts, and off rip, Colton, um, Chris R., and David have roses. So, mm-hmm. um, And <laughs> one thing that I just like laughed about to myself, if you looked on the guys' faces, I was guessing that this rose ceremony, it was a smooth 4 o'clock in the morning, because they all looked... <laughs> Exhausted. <laughs> they yeah. all looked exhausted. And she even said something like, I know it's been a long night, but you just mm-hmm. know, like, long night equals it was a smooth three or four o'clock in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. that they were doing this real ceremony because they all looked awful. Becca looked gorgeous. Yeah. She's always, she's rocking a lot of red this season. Yeah, I like it. It's definitely her color. Um, so, Becca looks great. They're starting the real ceremony. My dude, Nick. Nick, listen, the listen, white Josiah, who is going to be selling these track suits on along Instagram. with these nigga lawyer suits. They're going to have a line together. They're going to have a co-line. Listen, they're going to have a line. Okay? Are, they're both lawyers, too, aren't they? They're both oh, comma God. JD. Okay? Oh, <laughs> I could not believe this. I, I, I had to... Did I pause my TV live? I was like, wait a minute. Does he have on a... Tr- 
a like velour, velour jumpsuit. jumpsuit a velour it made me think of what was it sean john who was making the big ass velvet velvet dress yeah. suits back in sean like john, the, like fubu fubu yes mm-hmm. he had on a full-on tracksuit yeah it was like powder blue too <laughs> which to be honest i have been waiting for this person the person who like <laughs> comes to the rope ceremony is like With fuck the this. gimmick. Yes. Yeah. Not even with the gimmick who just shows up like what up? This is what I'm wearing. <laughs> I only brought X amount of suits. I miscalculated. I didn't count this rope ceremony. I don't have another suit. So can I just rock this tracksuit? I've been waiting for this person and Nick came through. Mm-hmm. Was just standing there in the lineup looking hella comfortable. <laughs> so um, she started getting about roses. First rose goes to Jason, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Then Wells. And then, you know, roses, roses, roses. Last rose goes to Jean Blanc. So, which we will get to him later. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. So we have to say goodbye to Mike, I think his name was. Yeah, He's Mike. The, the other dude with the long hair. Long hair, yes. yeah. And Ryan, the banjo guy. Yep. Who... We did not hear a <laughs> word. We literally haven't heard a peep Listen, from this guy. Not, not even a strum. Not even a strum of the banjo. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Not a strum. I don't think he was ever even in an interview. Like, I don't think we nope. literally ever heard this man's voice. I didn't see his teeth. <laughs> we haven't seen a smile. <laughs> haven't heard a yawn. Haven't even seen him sitting with other people talking shit. Like, we literally have not seen the banjo guy at all. And then he's going home. We're like, all right, later. Like, Bye. Oh, my God. That was very bizarre. One of those bizarre, like, editor, like, what were they doing in the yeah. editing floor? Like, what was going on with that? But whatever. He's he's gone. Never liked the guy from the beginning. Never trusted the guy. Yeah, no. From the minute he was on the after final row, so good riddance. Um, so after the rose ceremony, Becca announces that they are changing location and they are going to Park City, Utah. Yay! Yay! The, okay, so the only reason I know Park City is because that's where they host the Sundance Film Festival. Yes. And right. I'm like a huge film head, so it's like one of my dreams to go to that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't, these are not one of those locales that I fuck with. Like, I don't do snow. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing, you guys. When Sienna was talking about it last week, and she was like, oh, it's so pretty with the snow. I was like, in my head, I was like, girl, that's because you grew up in L.A., man. Right, so that is like a novelty to her. Yeah, all I got to do is wait. All we got to do is wait. As <laughs> soon as October hits, from October to April, like, hello. That's it. <laughs> that's it. So that shit is not a novelty to me. I don't do snow vacations. I don't do cold weather period so i was not i wouldn't have been very excited by this park city location unless they were going to the sundance film festival which they weren't so (laughs) anyways um they're in park city utah it's still very nice they're in a new place you know becca's happy that they're in the fresh air they're Mm -hmm. out of that dank musty ass house and in a new little cabin um and she has her first one-on-one with Garrett. Cush now. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to if throw that guys, in there. I remember <laughs> this, this. Well, this week has been a lot. This week in the news has been a lot. Mm-hmm. And it started off 
that day, I think that was the day that uh, Rapper died. I don't want to butcher his name, but Existention? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name. And then the other Philly rapper passed away as well in a random what? shooting. Yeah, oh, there's another a very young guy, 21-year-old guy. Oh, my God. And then we have to watch this. On top of that, like, <laughs> oh my god. Top it off with a Becca and Garrett date in Park City, Utah. I'm like, what? This is the last thing I want to watch after this damn week we just had. And it's only Monday. And it's only Monday. Good lord. Oof. Uh, so yeah, so she's gone on her one-on-one with Garrett. They are just... You know, walking around Park City, I guess. They go into a store. They're trying on little fur hats and slippers and shit. She says she mm-hmm. feels good around Garrett. She likes to be... She feels like she can be her goofy self around him. And then she repeats for mm-hmm. the umpteenth time, Garrett reminds me of home. Mm-hmm. Which, every mm-hmm. time she says this, it just really makes me wonder what Gar- uh what not Garrett what Becca's home life is like cuz i i had another vision in my head and oh, like, did you uh i mean i know she comes from like all quote unquote all american midwest white family blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah but the i don't know Garrett i just know from what he's liked on instagram and it's a lot of conservative ass shit so when you say, like, Garrett reminds me of home, and I get it. You know what? She's not having these conversations with Garrett. She doesn't even know where Garrett stands politically. You know what? So right. from what she's and just seen the surface level, he's just all-American, Walt, you know, white bread, America, Midwest, and that yeah. that image reminds her of home, I guess. It's just like a loaf of Wonder Bread. Right. He... We're privy to more stuff, so that's why I'm right. like, Ugh, every time she says that. Yeah. But also, in, even in his... Um, like pre-interview like bio thing where he said mm. that like Dumb and Dumber was his favorite movie mm. and all of this it's those are questions that I'm sure they're asking each other because those are easy questions so the fact that those guys are the guys that she's like oh yum I'm like, what <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> uh, alright um anyway so back at the house quickly Yes. They are, I'm not even going to go into this because it's just so stupid. They're having a conversation about the world being round Listen. versus flat and Listen. Lincoln believing it's flat. And I just can't. You guys, you guys, these flat earthers, why is this a thing? First of all, Kyrie Irving, I just need you to stand up and say something. He's another he flat this. earther? Oh, yeah, he started this. Why is this a thing? What? Him, B.O.B., B.O.B., I remember reading that, like, I remember that being yeah. a thing, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. But, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Like, y'all are really sitting up here having full-on debate. Like, he was sitting there debating the other guys oh, in the debating. house. You mm-hmm. look dumb. Why is this a conversation? I can't. Oh, my God. Anyways. I can't go into that. Jean Blanc, meanwhile, is um, chatting it up with John, the Venmo guy, who is a little cutie. Mm-hmm. No, he's cute. very cute. Very cute. And he got yeah. money, so I love him even more. Listen, listen. I, this is what I tell everybody who I talk to The Bachelor with who doesn't know I have a podcast. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, this show would be over the first night. Oh, that yeah. That six-foot-something tall man told me he invented Venmo? Oh, oh, thank you. Everybody else can go. Signs can deliver. Bye, y'all. Yep. <laughs> Bye, <my husband. laughs> 
I mean, but in all fairness, like money aside, he is a very stand-up, successful guy, and we finally yeah. got to see him like talk and like got a good look at his face, and he is very good looking. Yeah, he is very cute. He is such a cutie. Um, so he's chatting with Jean. Jean is feeling just very confident about this week for no damn reason. I don't know what (laughs) reassurance he got from Becca that he's feeling this good, but whatever. Back on Garrett and Becca's date, Becca is just smitten by Garrett. Mm -hmm. Um... She mentions, you know, he's tall, he has really good eye contact, he has a great smile. Like, I can't even lie, the guy's good looking. Like, I didn't see it really well, until this date. Me out. I think he has a very Ooh. nice smile. Ooh, I, I don't like it. <laughs> it's too big. It's a big smile. Yeah, it's too it's big. A, <laughs> it's, it's a big smile. Um, I think it's a nice smile. So, But yeah, she's falling for him and his you know good looks and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. My girl's not asking the questions, though. So nope. she's falling for this little prepackaged image that she you know feels comfortable and feels like home and all that nonsense. So, Becca surprises him that they're going bobsledding, uh, which is pretty cool. They meet some, like, badass, like, female Olympic medalists who, like, Mm -hmm. show them how to bobsled, I guess. And so they bobsled, they're whooping around, it's really cool. And afterwards, they sit and, you know, have some champagne, and Becca's saying how her feelings for Garrett are coming on very quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. I was bored to tears watching this date. <laughs> yeah, this was pretty, pretty bad. Especially even the bobsledding. I can't even lie. I thought they said dog sledding. And so I got really, <laughs> really excited. <laughs> and then they had these two lovely uh, Olympians. And mm-hmm. they were just in this little, like, Keystone light can sliding down the ice. <laughs> like this Stop. is just so this is just so wet. Like I can't. <laughs> That's why that was my you know what was really my escape to Wakanda moment? Uh-huh. Was when Garrett was talking about it and that his literally ear to ear smile came up and I was like, This man has a chubby off of this bobsledding date. Hey! Like, I can't even handle this. Because I would rather die. Oh, no. This is your get me to Wakanda moment. This is it. Get me. Get me there. Get me there get now. Get me there. Yeah, this date, like, this, up until this moment, the bobsling, all that, it just made me, it just reminded me exactly why I'm so tired of this perpetual whiteness on this show. Like, yeah. we've seen yep. this love story, this exact date, this exact Two people, like, we've seen this exact scenario a bajillion times. Like, I was just so bored just watching this, because we've watched this before! Mm -hmm. Like, aren't they, aren't the producers tired of seeing this shit? (laughs) Like, oh my god. Anyways, but yeah, I'm with you. Get me to Wakanda. So, time for the night portion of their dates. Becca starts off rip, saying, I feel so secure with Garrett. I trust him completely. I can see him at the end of this. Like, how? And then she says to, she says to Garrett, you remind me of my dad. Mm-hmm. And 
she said my dad was really into like the outdoors and nature and all of that stuff this is like the ultimate compliment because we yeah. all know becca's father passed away she was a daddy's girl very very close to her dad so for her to already be telling somebody in the house like you remind me of my father that moment i knew that garrett has to be in the top two gotta be has yep. to like mm-hmm. on top of the fact that he got the first impression rose and we already know like the statistics of you know yeah. how that pans out mm-hmm. um he yeah he's gonna be there right there at the end mm-hmm. so then we learn a little bit more about garrett he was um he was in love right after college um, he had a whole full-on relationship with this woman. They were having adventures all over the world, yada yada, traveling and stuff. They got married, mm-hmm. so that was kind of like a little bomb dropping because I didn't know <laughs> that. And then he said one thing led to another, and we got divorced. <laughs> I was like, nigga, what? That's how you describe divorce. One thing led to another. That's how you describe like a hookup. What? Oh my god. Yes! That's how he said it, Justine. One thing led to another, and we got divorced. I I remember thinking, like, she really has to drag this out of this man. Like, he really doesn't want to talk about this He was really not trying to go into this. And so she, yeah, she asked a bunch of follow-up questions because she wanted to, like, confirm the timeline. And it sounds like they were together for a year and a half, then they were engaged for a year, and then they got married, and then got divorced after two Two months. months. (laughs) Like, what? Mm -hmm. So his whole explanation, the whole thing was just hella vague. (laughs) Just, there were no concrete details. She started to ask him more about the girl, and he, we only heard his side. Like, I wanted to know, what the fuck did you do for this shit to break up after two months? Because... It takes two to tango. Yeah, right. And and who initiated the divorce? And yeah, how did this? Like, how did this happen? happen? Like, how did this snowball? This is a big snowball. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> go down. Like he went off on this tangent talking about how she was emotionally abusive and she drove mm-hmm. a wedge between him and his family and mm-hmm. it was like all this like bashing on this like mystery woman. But I need details. Like this is yeah. a big bomb that just dropped you were married and got divorced after two months like i need to Mm -hmm. hear from your perspective what went wrong like from her perspective what went wrong like what how did this happen like hearing these little one-off details maybe it was the editing like they didn't really edit this properly hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media, just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. 
We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r yeah because he didn't also say did he say what he learned from it no (laughs) so that's a problem at least at least they didn't edit that to show it yeah it was yeah it was i didn't like the scene at all i don't know Mm -hmm. what they were what they're trying to edit him into a more positive light because it was it was we didn't get a lot of details from his perspective of the relationship. We just got a lot of bashing of the girl. She was emotionally mm-hmm. abusive. Right. And she like right. was turning him against his family. But like, mm-hmm. I still wanted like, how did you end up in a relationship where it broke about? Like, I wanted to hear what I needed more. Yeah, it was terrible. Right. How did scene. marriage change the relationship? Because you were with her for so long, and mm-hmm. then it all of a sudden it stopped working when you got married. Yeah. Why? Like, why? What did you learn? What did you gather from that? Like, we got none of those details. So. Nope. So Becca also was like, I need some details because <laughs> she is like very worried that he's not going to be ready at the end of all of this, and um, she says that to him, and he like assures her that he's ready, yada yada yada, and then he gets the date rose. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, was, the whole day was uh, whack. Um, just the editing of it was weird, and we just like didn't learn enough. I feel like. It's yeah, just like, I did. like you. I like you, too. I got divorced yeah. after two months. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here's the date, Rose. Like, what? No. This is not satisfying as a viewer <laughs> at all. <sighs> so, anyways, after he gets the date, Rose, they leave and, you know, stroll down the street. And then those double doors appear. <laughs> Y'all know what's about to go down. On the other side, you just hear some screaming fans and Granger Smith <laughs> is on the stage. Oh my god, oh my you god. guys. This moment, this right here was my get me to Wakanda moment. Uh, you know what? This is my second one. This was your second moment? My second moment where I would have fled. Granger Smith, this was full on country music. Yeah. There wasn't a Negro for miles. <laughs> Becca and Garrett were in their full-on element. Talk about feeling at mm-hmm. home. They were there. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't identify with a single thing happening in this scene and just wanted nope. to escape anywhere, really. Wakanda, I'll take it, but I just needed to get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. This moment also further, like, again, this entire date just reminded me just how... 
lazy these producers are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. it is season 55 of The Bachelorette. <laughs> and they are literally pumping out the same formulaic bullshit. Yeah. Like, you saw the doors, you knew there was, like, a screaming fan yeah. on the other side, and, other yeah. side, and some no-name people singing. It's just, there's no original, there's no newness to the show. It's 2018, mm-hmm. as I said, season 55, like, we're not getting anything new. And this date was, like, a complete, like, example of that. Just, yeah. like, how boring this shit is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it only relates to a certain type of viewer. Yeah. Yeah. And and not to others, which I don't think is fair. Everybody knows who Lil John is. Everybody knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Why can't you have one of an artist like that, even an up and coming one? Even an up and coming, yeah. Like, you guys couldn't go to a J Balvin concert three months ago? I guess like <laughs> that's I don't know. Everybody knows who that is. Like, come on, guys. No. Yeah. So yeah, that date was a snooze. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back at the house, the group date card comes, and we learn that there are going to be thirteen niggas on a date. <laughs> which I can't believe they're so still many. having dates this huge. This is nuts. Yeah. So everybody in the damn house is going on the date except for Wells, who wasn't oh, on the date card, so that means yeah. he's getting the one-on-one. <laughs> Wells was so cute in his prof- in his uh, confessional. He was like, my name is Wells, and I'm going on a one-on-one date with Becca. Aww. That was so cute. So, so cute. So adorable, and he deserves it. So time for the group date 13 guys, they go out, they meet Becca in, like, out in the field, or mm-hmm. in the field of some sort. Um, John, Venmo John, who we love, was talking about, you know, how he feels nervous about being around Becca. He's intimidated by all the other guys. He really wants this group date rose. It was cute. I like, yeah. I like moments like that where it's, like, a real nice, humble guy. Mm-hmm. I think in this house, there's been a lot of guys, like, puffing up their chests and yeah. a lot of gimmicky foolishness and a lot of um, like machoism yeah. I guess is the term mm-hmm. and John is just like nice and humble and like naturally nervous and naturally mm-hmm. intimidated and like a real human being basically um, so they meet up with Becca they learn that they're for their date they're going to be lumberjacking <laughs> the verb lumberjacking lumberjacking um, which apparently is just like chopping wood and throwing axes and like yeah, that throwing up axes logs is like like real outdoorsy yeah. stuff, I guess. Dangerous activities. Dangerous activities. <laughs> yes. So uh, they are taking turns chopping wood. You know, some people are better than others. My baby mm. Colton is looking hella good. Mm-hmm. I just have to say. And even John, John Venmo, John is out here. He's yeah. becoming a new little bae. He was getting a lot of screen time, and he was chopping wood, and he was he was doing well because you have the big guys like Colton and Leo and. Mm-hmm. Lincoln allegedly they always throw Lincoln into the mix of like the buff guys in the house I did not notice that he was that buff until ever I guess 
he just seems like a normally a normal muscly guy, but mm-hmm. he's not buff like Colton and Leo are buff. Because his muscles are so tight. Colton and Leo's muscles are really lean and stretched out mm-hmm. and like well proportioned to their bodies. Mm-hmm. And Lincoln looks like he has way he looks like Johnny Bravo to me. Yeah, yeah, he has like a big upper body, like a big chest Huge. and big arms, and like outrageously large biceps. Yeah, for and then no if you're reason. always wearing tight ass shirts, you just look extra big. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I guess that's what that is. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, up against all those guys, John is holding, you know, his weight. Yeah. Yeah. And so they then have, like, a little team competition where they break up into two teams. Then they have, like, these five different, like, stations of, like, pushing logs and throwing logs and carrying logs, all kind of log stuff. (laughs) And um, at the very end, it gets to, um, it comes to Blake and John, and they have to, like, climb this tree. Um, Whoever gets to the top first wins. And John won. I know. He's just sitting behind the computer. But yeah, you know, he's got a little skills. A little skills. And he want, he got the date group date rose? Or did he just win? Did I make that up? Oh oof. oof. <laughs> now it I watched this Monday, right, guys, I so I really don't know. <laughs> and I have no excuse. I just watched this. Anyways, John won. He got a kiss. Yeah. I don't know. Something at the end. Um, so it's time for the night portion of night portion of their date. Becca again, red is her color. Yeah, came out in the red dress. Really mm-hmm. liked this dress. It was like a deep V, very deep V, mm-hmm. and it had like these two belts across the center. I yep. really like that little detail. And then mm-hmm. had like a high slit, and then the the dress like went to the knee. It was doing a lot, but it all worked. At the same yeah, time. but it worked though. It was like a yeah. midi dress kind of, right? Midi dress, yes, but with like yeah. a high slit and a low V neck, mm-hmm. which is like yeah. that could be like taboo, but it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so she looked great. Her and Jason Wolf of Wall Street had a little nice moment together. Um, Colton and Becca had a nice moment. Mm-hmm. He revealed that he has been in love before once. Hmm. Um, didn't really give me details, but I made a mental note of that, as you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jordan and Becca. So Jordan whips <laughs> off his pants and is wearing the gold shorts underneath. Oh my God. And then he walks back to the room. He heads back into the room where all the guys are. And they're all just sitting there like, here we go again. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's just annoying at this point. Like, Jordan, mm-hmm. he's funny sometimes. He has cute little one-liners and whatnot. But it would be very annoying being in a house where you are genuinely there looking for love. And then you literally have this walking gimmick who, <laughs> one minute he's in gold shorts. The next he's, like, naked. The next he's... <laughs> doing some other bullshit it's like why are you here like you are wasting yeah. my time and everyone else's time and it's annoying like his presence is just getting annoying to everybody basically. yeah yeah um so colton takes it upon himself to confront him and just basically confronts him for like being a clown and is like i'm tired of your mm-hmm. bullshit like what are you doing here what is your purpose blah 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 mm-hmm. And then we have Jean Blanc and Becca. 
<sighs> so Jean Blanc pulls out yet another gift. I feel like he came with like a, a carry-on, just full of random shit to give Becca throughout the season. Because <laughs> every time they have a sit-down, he gives her a gift. He gives her right. Something. He gives her something, yeah. which mm-hmm. I guess cute, but this one was just whack. So he hands yeah. her a fragrance that he had made for her, um, mm-hmm. and the name on it is Miss Becca Blanc, which is incorrect. It should say Mrs. But fine, okay. Right, that's true. If it's you're adding mm-hmm. your last name, that it should be Mrs. You dummy. And then. <laughs> Um, and then, so this part was very weird. He then whispered something in her ear, mm-hmm. which the sound like cut out because I didn't hear it. Yeah. I don't think anyone heard it. He whispered something in her ear and then he kissed her. And then the awkward, the moment just became very awkward. Like Becca was hella awkward. Yeah. Jean Blanc, I don't really know what he whispered and then followed up with a kiss. Was it weird. was, and the kiss was weird. The kiss was weird. Becca was clearly caught off guard by the kiss. Yeah. I still think she was yeah. paying attention to what he just whispered to her. So <laughs> she was like, oh, okay, so we're kissing now. Um, all right. Yeah. And the whole thing, that whole moment was just awkward as shit. Um, mm-hmm. And the Becca says in her confessional, like, Jean Blanc is a lot. Which <laughs> <laughs> is what she said. <laughs> And so their date, their little portion gets cut off by Leo, who comes in and mm-hmm. um, interrupts. And Jean Blanc is just chatting in his little confessional, saying that he didn't get to do everything he wanted to do, or he didn't really get to what say everything he wanted to say. To like, like Maniga. Mm-hmm. And he really wants the date rose. Like, he keeps talking about this date rose. He really, really wants this date rose. Mm-hmm. He's talking about it like it's a game. Like it's a game, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Like it is a game and it is a prize that he needs to win. Which you already know from that. Not here for the right reasons. Nope. So Jean Blanc then takes it upon himself to interrupt Lincoln. He was having his little time. And tells Becca that he wants to get a little bit more time with her. Mm-hmm. So they sit down for, you know, another one-on-one. And he says... That he thought that their connection was instantaneous. And, you know, he hasn't felt like this in a very long time. Which, anyone who was watching, could you all tell that was a lie? Because I could tell that was a lie. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Ooh! (laughs) And then he drops the bomb and says, I'm falling for you, and I'm falling in love with you. Which, how she kept from laughing, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) First of all, you have not been on a one-on-one date. (laughs) So you cannot be falling for anybody. Yeah, no. Second of all, you totally called this, Justine. Because, I don't know if you remember, I think it was in the very first episode where they had a little preview of John, like Jean Blanc saying, I'm falling for you. And you oh, said, yes. I bet he does it prematurely. He's going to pull a Tia. Yes. <laughs> Which and this, do it on the first trip. And do it on the first <laughs> fucking trip. You called it. <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. And, like, I have to think, did Tia, when Tia told Ari, I love you, or I'm falling for you, and it was very premature, was this before or after she had a one-on-one? That was after her one-on-one where it was totally catered to her and everything she loves in life. 
So Tia at least had a one-on-one. My nigga, yeah. John Blanc, you still on group <laughs> dates that are 15 deep. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my God, just Ooh. lying. Yep. <sighs> so after he tells her he's falling in love with her and she literally just met him five seconds ago, <laughs> Becca, of course, starts to freak out and is like, mm-hmm. bruh, this is too early. We yeah. are in the beginning. I think she said this is the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. And like all of this is just too much. And so then, because he sees her freaking out, he starts to kind of like shuck around and is trying mm-hmm. to like backpedal and... He's like, well, what if we took a step back? What if we did this? What if that? And Ben mm. is just like, nah, like, mm. I gotta walk you out. You, get the fuck, you gotta go. You gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this was my Becca UI moment. Nice. Yes. I was like, girl, you didn't even wait for that rose ceremony. You just said you have to leave right now. Right now. In this <laughs> I've moment. got to go. We need to walk out, mm. like, instantly. So, as they're walking out, Oh my god. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's so cringe. As they are walking out, Jean Blanc stops her and says, What about the gift? Mm. And I'm like, Does he want the gift back? Like, what do you mean, what That's about what the I gift? That's what I thought. I thought he wanted it back. He, yeah. I thought he was going to make her go inside, get that fucking bottle of juice, <laughs> and then give it back and make her give it back. So he goes, what about the gift? And Becca is like, it was a very nice gift. Like, I really appreciated it. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize your feelings were so strong. Because he's almost, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like he was mad that she accepted the gift. Right. But, like, yeah. he gave her the gift before he said that I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And all that foolishness. So she's like, I, I appreciated it. But, like, I didn't realize your feelings were so strong. Yeah. Um... And then this fuck nigga said, well, you know, it's not necessarily where I'm at. Like, mm. talking about his feelings. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I thought it was where you wanted to take things and what you wanted to hear. Now, let me tell you all something about these <sighs> niggas who write poetry. Oh, you, you okay. said it. You did say it. Okay. They start with them words and they start twisting and turning them. That's why I don't like these poets. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? They start just, oh, yeah, but that's what you said you wanted. And, oh, well, you know, I thought that's what you wanted. And, oh, I was just doing, you know, I was just expressing the feelings that I have the best for you, you know, my queen. No. <laughs> my queen. <laughs> <laughs> None of this. That's None true. of this with the poets. This was I the poet. Mm. You didn't trust mm. it, and mm. here it came through. He is a man of words and nothing but words. Just <laughs> empty words that empty have words. no meaning. Nope. And he obviously in this moment got my nigga you ain't shit award. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right here at this Definitely. moment. Me too. You too? Yeah. I yeah. mean I don't know what other moment in this episode would warrant yeah. this besides this bullshit right here. So he basically tells her that he told her what she wanted to hear, even though she ain't asked for not none of this. <laughs> and Becca said, Becca was like, wait, what? So you just told me you're falling in love with me, but actually you're not. And like, huh? And then he didn't have yeah. like a response. He was just like, no, like, nah, that's not what I did. I don't even know what, it was just, John Blanc is a woman's nightmare. He's a fraud. Yep. He is yep. a fraud. Mm-hmm. He talks a lot of mess. 
He is a man, as you said, of words. Words, words, words that are all empty. He says mm-hmm. what he has to say to get his way with you. But his intentions and motives from Jump Street are just ill. <laughs> yeah, they're just selfish. They're just selfish and ill. And mm-hmm. he gets what he wants from you by saying what he needs to say. And then we'll kick mm-hmm. you to the curb when you're done. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And there's probably many women out there who have fallen for his bullshit. Yeah. And now we got to see him in action on screen, and mm-hmm. he looked like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and so Becca's like, yeah, you just really gotta go. Um, yeah. Walks him out. See you later. See you never. She comes back in with the guys, and she's pissed. Mm-hmm. And lets them know like she's cut. She's ending the night. Like she yeah. didn't really talk to everybody. She's ending the night, and she's not giving out the date rose or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And is just like, look, all I want is honesty from you people. Why is that so hard? Oh my god! Like, why is that so hard? <sighs> so the next morning, Becca wakes up. She's still seething. Yeah, <laughs> still pissed. I guess so, because if you have no contact with the outside world and all you have is your thoughts... Yeah. This is what would happen. All you have you is your thoughts. You just be thinking about this all night. Yeah, your thoughts, and you also had to sit through hours of interviews of dissecting those right. thoughts. And yeah. talk. Yeah. You talked about the John Blanc thing up and down and all the way around, and so it's been mm-hmm. on your mind all night. You didn't sleep. All you're thinking about is this bullshit, and now you're stuck with... 13 other guys who also are probably full of shit so (laughs) it's just not a good feeling yeah not a good feeling um and so jean blanc he really set everybody back because Mm -hmm. now becca's walls are just all the way up um and it sucks for wells who has to go on a one-on-one date with her after this nonsense so he's obviously in a very very tough spot Mm-hmm. And everyone, of course, is envious of the one-on-one, but no one was envious of this one-on-one. Yeah, not this one. <laughs> not this one, because he had a like an uphill battle to uh, to fight through. Um, so going into the date, um, into the one-on-one, Becca is she's already crying in her damn on-camera interview. <laughs> like, that is exactly what I wrote down. I yeah. said this girl starts crying in her own intro. In her own intro, she hasn't even oh met up with Wells yet, God. and she's already just all in her feelings because Jean Blanc yeah. really fucked her up, mm-hmm. and she's just going into the date just feeling off, mm-hmm. like which is not fair to. Which she she feels bad because it's not fair to Wells, obviously, right? Um, because. Jean Blanc is just taking up all of her energy. So anyways, Wells appears and they go uh snowmobile snowmobile. Yeah, it's like it's like snow ATVing. Snow ATVing, yes. Kind of. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And Becca's energy is off. Wells can already tell. She sucks. Mm-hmm. Becca, you know, she's talking about her frustrations from last night and wells is just he's just a really nice calming Mm -hmm. spirit to be around he's such a cutie he's very much like she said um she called him a stand-up guy and that's what i was thinking in my head like he was a he's the guy that needed to be on this date with her after jean blanc's nonsense Mm -hmm. um so she was in good hands at least um time for the night portion of their date and the two of them walked up like they were going to two different occasions. Isn't that Did something? You that? Yes. 
Well, first of all, Wills looked bomb. You I great. loved his outfit. But he looked like he was going to a rope ceremony. He had on like a rope yeah, ceremony. Yeah, yeah, it was fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she was wearing like an all black. Yeah. Like black blouse, black mm-hmm. pants, black leather jacket. Like she was more dressed yeah. down. Like, I don't know. They were going to different places. Both look good, but just not going to the right. same place. Um, so anyways, we learned during their date that Wells, um, he shares that he dated a girl for three years. Mm. They were very serious, mm-hmm. talking about wedding and marriages, and then this bitch blindsided him, talking about she want a whole pass. Oh, like, this is a real I'm not thing. Lie. I thought this only happened in the movies. I laughed when he said that. I had to laugh too. I'm sorry. I had to laugh too because I just didn't know that this was a real thing yeah, that people asked right. for. Oh my. There was a movie called Hall Pass about this. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was a movie. It was like a comedy movie about, like, <laughs> I don't even remember, like these older white guys who, like, got Hall Passes for the weekend or something. So when he said that, I was like, oh shit, this, like, actually. Uh, asked mm-hmm. for this of their significant others apparently so she asked for a hall pass he was like bitch please and she cheated on him no, anyways, she did anyways. It looks, sounds like. and went yeah. to this place where they had anniversaries yeah she was just I was like girl you <laughs> don't take your side piece to the pla- any place with like tablecloths or cloth napkins you Period. take them to a chain a chain not even yep. a franchise there's Applebee's there is <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> Not the same? <laughs> no, like a franchise would be like a Joe's Apple American Bees, Bar and Grill. A, a chain is an IHOP, okay? Applebee's. Oh, okay. Applebee's, Olive Garden. Fridays, mm-hmm. Olive Garden. That's where you take the side yeah. piece. Nope, this bitch took them to their old <laughs> spots where he like asked her to be his girlfriend where they had their first kiss where she met the parents. Like, God, she ain't shit. That hurts. I felt for oh her. Oh my Pull god, that's walls. horrible. That was terrible. Yeah. And so, obviously, after being scarred from that experience, he talks about having a fear of just like not being enough, mm-hmm. and how he's always been like very hard on himself. And Becca, you know, she said she feels the same way. And obviously, after going through her devastating breakup with Ari, mm-hmm. who literally left her for another woman on camera. You can't help but on camera, another woman who, pfft, I don't know what the hell she has that Becca don't have. <laughs> like, so Becca was similarly left feeling like she's not enough, mm-hmm. and what did she do wrong, and what is she missing, blah 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 blah. Um, and so you know they have that little moment, and she obviously gives him the date obviously. rooms. And she feels like she can genuinely trust him mm-hmm. and really trust well. He seems like a good listener, too. Yeah, he seems like a good mm-hmm. listener. I feel like they... We're obviously not seeing all of their dates, but I feel like they're probably the furthest along in terms of their conversations. Like, the depth of their conversations. Yeah. Because um, he he takes... He strikes me as somebody who doesn't do surface-level talk. Yeah. Like, he wants to talk about real shit mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we're, there's a lot of conversation we're probably not seeing, and I feel like she probably knows him. I, I'm inferring all this shit. I don't know any of this, but she probably knows him on deeper levels than she does, like, a Garrett, for instance. Right. 
where they're just like, like googly eye looking at each other like oh my god you're like home but they're not actually talking about <laughs> anything, anything of substance yeah. yeah and I feel like with even with a Blake like they talk about mm. future things that are really adorable like their kids names mm-hmm. but they don't really yeah. get into like the deep you know the root the root um, of stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I feel like she has probably done some of that with yeah. girls um gives him the date rose he's all excited Wells in his interview looked high. I'm sorry. I don't know if he was high Isn't off of love, yeah. drunk off of love. My nigga looked like he had just freshly smoked a joint, and <laughs> his eyes were like gl- barely they were open. So low, <laughs> so low, and he was just like giggling and like high off of love, I guess, or some other substance. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if the cannabis is legal in Utah. I don't know if that's like a thing. <laughs> so yeah so they they left their date they had the whole push up against the wall make out moment love it it was all cute Mm -hmm. and you know that good stuff um back at the house the guys are sitting around they're chatting about the whole jean blanc drama connor and nick are a little scared going into this next row <laughs> ceremony because they didn't get a chance to talk to Becca because mm-hmm. after the Jean Blanc nonsense oh, she right. just like ended the night yeah so they're like fuck I didn't I literally have not spoken to her like all week mm-hmm. um so then Chris Harrison comes in and announces that Becca knows what she wants to do and she's not having a cocktail party nope so sorry <laughs> so poor Connor and Nick are like fuck <laughs> <laughs> we still don't get to talk to her. Great. And this right here was my Becca UII moment. Oh. Because she's showing again and again that she is not here to play. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't need to have unnecessary conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Like, if she knows what she wants, you're going. Jean mm-hmm. Blanc, you ain't shit. You gotta go. Yep homeboy from home like her hometown who oh my God. like came there to see her <laughs> whatever the fuck party. she gave him like three seconds and was yeah. like okay you gotta go got like to she's just yeah. like cutting people like she doesn't have the time mm-hmm. so that moment not having the rose ceremony i totally understood that decision becky ui nice so we go into the rope ceremony and becca looks beautiful and her her big old gown black big old gown yes mm-hmm. very elegant loved it it was like black tube dress mm-hmm. like a little a lot going on at the bottom and then it was like it was that like sheer paneling yeah something. it's like that nude and black situation that people have going on yeah it was a nice mermaid shape Which I, I like yes a little mermaid uh ending to it ending <laughs> bottom. i don't know how to describe fashion um so just giving out roses lots of roses john john venmo john gets a rose yeah. very exciting which I was a little nervous because John got a lot of camera time, and yeah. usually that means they might be going home. Yeah, <laughs> like so I was like, is he gonna get a rose or what? But he got a rose. Um, everyone is wondering if Jordan the clown is gonna get a rose. Mm-hmm. And the final rose comes. Who's left? We have Jordan, Nick, and fine ass Kristen. And the final rose, in fact, goes to Jordan. Which made me just sick. And so annoying. When she announced his name, literally every guy 
did like a slow blink. They were just like that slow <laughs> head down blink, shake your head. Yeah. And all of them are just like, what is what is this? Mm-hmm. This is this has to be like a producer pick because how do you it has choose? to? It has to. Yeah. Which is, I want to know more about that process, and we just will never know about the producer pick producer roses Mm -hmm. um how that goes down but i just wonder like becca when you're sending Kristen home (laughs) and even nick in the Mm -hmm. tracksuit which is kind of weird but still (laughs) sending them home over jordan who is very clearly a gimmick right and you don't have chemistry with him like real chemistry right like how does that feel like, also, when you are crying and like making all these big declarative statements about being honest, and they yeah. force you to be dishonest, thank you. Like, how does that? That must tear you apart. That must tear you up, or like, what is that? Yeah, what is your thought process around that? No. I, don't, I don't know. Very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, yes, we have to give a sad little goodbye oh. to Kristen. Little. No, this is absolutely terrible. This <laughs> is a devastating, this is like, so devastating. farewell. Oh my god. He was some good eye candy that is now out the house. It's now gone. Fuck. So sad. He has a lot of so Instagram followers, sad. though. He's, he's got a, a decent oh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't follow him. I need to go follow him. Yeah. Because he is just a beauty, and mm-hmm. um, sending him home is just some bullshit. So. Yep. After that, Becca announces that next week they are going to Vegas. Which I can only be but so excited because for Vegas, okay, this is the date that I want to see in Vegas. I want to see a group date where they just go to a nightclub. They get turned up, they go to a nightclub, and we just watch these niggas get drunk and how they act in that type of setting. Okay. <laughs> Who yeah. is veering off to go dance with some other girl? Right. Who is drunk and passed out in the corner, can't hold their liquor? Aw. Who is drunk and getting fights? Yeah. Who is, like, I just want to see that kind of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And we know we're not getting that kind of group date, so I was already, like, not even that excited for Vegas. Mm. That would be the best kind of group date, though, because you really get to see... You know, you would learn a lot. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You would learn a whole lot. And Vegas is that place where people just... Just by being in Las Vegas, you just turn into another person. Like, I have myself so many stories of Vegas, like... (laughs) And so... I just want them to be in that element. I want to see that Vegas side get turned out and like mm-hmm. taken advantage of, so we can really see different sides to these guys. But we know we're not getting that kind of group. No, in Vegas, no. So. Whatever. Um, and that was the date, guys. Or yeah. that was the episode. The episode. Yeah, we did get a preview of next week. We have Colton saying I confidently say I'm falling in love that's a lot so we're getting say. these loves love drops already which mm-hmm. is just has Colton had a one on one yet? nope I'm hoping next week is one on one or else yes. you oh pulling a Tia John Blanc my dude yeah. like, <laughs> oh my god so he's dropping the, the love um, and then we see Chris R, Chris, 
Gospel oh, Chris. Gospel Chris. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's up in arms about something. Oh, no. Yes, yes. He's talking about he wants to go home, and we don't really know what's happening, but there's some drama of some sort. You know what? You know, I, you know, I love my Chris. You know, I love him, but he seems quite you dramatic. Do love Gospel Chris. Yes, because we can't forget he had the drama from night one mm-hmm. where he had the guy from ho- back home whose friend texted him that he wasn't there <laughs> for the right reasons, yada, 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 or some shit. Mm-hmm. So he's been steeping some drama from like Jump Street. So yeah. he looked like he's about to pop off next week. I don't know what that's about, but Who knows? that's that. And then it looks like David and Jordan are finally going to have this epic two-on-one date. Oh my God. Yep, I think that's next week. Yeah, and I, I hope she sends both these guys home. <laughs> Honestly, because I'm really not looking forward to that one because it's that typical. No. So, guys, this is where I would usually join. Like three years ago, when I would watch the show, quote unquote, this is mm-hmm. where I would join. Where mm-hmm. they would have the date on uh, an island or desert or mountain, where mm-hmm. it was the two villains. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And mm-hmm. this is that time. Yeah, and I'm just I'm not looking forward to watching it on screen. If she doesn't eliminate mm-hmm. both of them, I'm just not into it. Yeah, they and that's I think that's happened before. That's definitely happened yeah, before. Where they sent home before. both people. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I'm expecting of next week because yeah. Jordan is a joke, and you have zero chemistry with David. So, <laughs> like, enough is enough. Send them both. It's over. Yeah. And that is the episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back next week. Yay. Hopefully for a better episode. Because Hopefully. this shit was boring. Oh my god. <laughs> Please. I'm excited for whatever drama Chris R is bringing because... And if she's having a one-on-one with Colton. I think yeah. next week might be a Colton. Ooh. So excited for that. Um, and yes, please, everyone, in the meantime, rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. Hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is the number two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. And email us anytime. Our email is the number two, Black Girls, the number one, Rose at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. Yep. And we will be back next week. Oh, we'll we will be, be back, back to our regularly, our regularly scheduled programming <laughs> life. I know the yeah. last two weeks, guys, have been a mess. This episode in particular, I'm sorry, I was stranded in Paris and literally could not get home. <laughs> so that's why this episode is dumb late. But next week we'll be back and better than ever. Yep. All right. That's it. All right. See you later, everybody. Bye, Bye, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 